president offers his State of the Union last night, yells a little bit about stuff. Come on, man. Republicans yell back. A raucous environment. The second gentleman smooches with the first lady. It was a wild Yick. night in Washington. Yeah. Wild night. And it was a wild day inside the South Carolina State House as the pro-life fight continues. All of that today on the fastest growing conservative podcast in South Carolina. And we do welcome you into the fastest growing conservative podcast in the state of South Carolina, the Palmetto Family Matters podcast. Justin Hall, Mitch Prosser here with me. I almost called you Dave Wilson for a second. You're welcome. Oh, to be so blessed. I know. So, I'd l- uh, no. Our fearless it's just the two leader. Of us. It's just the two of us. On the road, making America a great place to live and work there and it raise is. a family. There it is. We normally Good. would just make South Carolina a great state to live, work, and raise a family, but Dave's, I make it Dave's, America. Dave's making America great. Joe Biden wants to Not make America again or anything great like that. Yeah, ish. ish. We'll get to the State of the Union in a second. State of the Union, yeah. he said, confidently. But yeah, first... what did he, Before we get there, because yeah. you're going to get more of this in just a second. What is the State of the Union according to Sleepy Joe? I mean, President Biden. It's wonderful, man. It's good. It's great. Strong. And you Fantastic. ought to stand for that. Fantastic. All right, great cool. Stuff. So, we'll get to that in just a before second. Before we but get first, to that, uh, the Vision 24 Forum is coming to North Charleston. Again, you want to get your tickets. They are still going fast, guys. They are. But I'm going to keep saying this because we do have space for you. We do. It's just I want to make sure that you get into your space when you need to get into your space. Listen, some of us will be in Charleston a lot over the next month and a half. Uh-huh. Others of you will be in Charleston for a day. I want you to have your spot secure on that day. So to do that, go to palmettofamily.org, click on Vision 24. Up in the top, you'll see it on the headlines. Click that. Get your tickets today. Uh, general admission, early bird pricing on that one, still available yep. until the 15th. Use the promo code GUEST, G-U-E-S-T, GUEST, and you'll get uh, early bird discount. That's only good, as Justin said, until February the 15th. So yep. that's going fast. Uh, just a couple days left, the day after Valentine's Day, I think, uh, next week. Next Wednesday. Uh, next Wednesday. Uh, so make sure you get your tickets. There's still yep. some VIP premium tickets available. Uh, and so it's going to be an outstanding event. We've got uh, some announcements. This week. Coming soon. This week. Uh, the 15th, some- actually, to market, just to rem- make, we are in Charleston that day. Yes. Yes, we, <laughs> we are in Charleston on the 15th. Shocking. We, I should just, I, I need to get in touch with some of my realtor friends and just try to purchase like a flip we could home do like, there. We could do like all the, um, uh, you didn't even know you were going to get this on this podcast. We could do like all the reporters down in uh, Walterboro. Just purchase an Airbnb. Airbnb. Oh, we could. It, what's happening in Walterboro, you ask? Well, just ask Mandy Matney. She'll tell you mur- all about yeah, it. Yeah, the whole Murdoch trial thing, which we haven't really talked about that at all here because it's none of our business. Uh, <laughs> uh, here's, here's that. Here's looking at you. I'm not uh, going to compete Coffee, with that. coffee, I'm of course. I'm not competing with that podcast. Um, it's way too powerful. Um, but we get actually to some issues here yeah, inside the South Carolina <laughs> State House. Let's actually, let's actually talk about the things Speaking we came here to talk about. Speaking of Justin Bamberg. Uh, well done. Um, the South Carolina Senate. And the South Carolina House yeah. are both debating pro-life pieces of legislation. Yes. And I know what you're thinking. Wait, am I back in August of 2022? No, 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 no. This is February of 2023. Right. We're in a different year, different month. Same story, different verse. To, to use my friends who were in the House Judiciary Committee uh, yesterday, uh, it's Groundhog Day 
all over again. Here, did it, they get that from us? Because we said that first. I th- I think it's been a common thread. Uh, Beth, uh, was it Beth Bernstein, Representative Wetmore or Bernstein? One said um, Groundhog Day has been extended from February the seventh or or second, second. to the seventh. Nice, and, well, yeah, that, was that was cute. a good line. Ours that was is a good line. We we are using Punxsutawney Phil syndrome now because that's where We're, we are. We should have started the show off with a little bit of Sonny and Cher and Bill Murray. It's deja vu all over again. So Who's looking at you, Yogi. So, Human Life Protection Act, House Bill 3774, was in the Judiciary Committee yesterday. Mitch, yep. you were you were covering, it's <laughs> almost as if we're news reporters, you were covering the House I w- Judiciary. I was in the room. You were in the room. <laughs> I was not in the Senate. Here's looking thank, at you, Kamala Harris. <laughs> thank God I wasn't in the Senate. But I was uh, watching the Senate yes. uh, yes. debate. So, let's start with the House Judiciary. Yeah. We'll cover these very quickly so we can get to the State of the Union. Uh, House Judiciary Committee passes yes. with a favorable report yes. by Very a vote of strongly. sixteen to seven. Sixteen to seven, which is a which is a huge win for that bill. But I will say this: uh, as you noticed in the Senate, um, House members of that House Judiciary Committee, specifically those who are pro-abortion, um, who who want to harm and kill children in the womb and all under the name of women's health care and reproductive freedom reproductive freedom and the same old talking points again sure mentioned by several members uh they knew what the vote what the outcome was going to be as most people know um the house judiciary committee now is a pro-life and has been for some time a pro-life committee and and that's where in the summertime we saw a quick move with the ad hoc committee committee and uh the bill that was there in the summertime the human life protection act is back up again it's house 3774 3774 you can go and look at that bill there have been some carve outs they have uh created they've 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 created some uh safeguards in the language to make sure that this time as it goes through uh, that it would be constitutionally uh, upheld. That, if, and they also feel like the language in there would satisfy the Senate, although yes. many many would, would disagree with that statement. Right, and, and so... We'll get to that in a second. They, the House Judiciary Committee meets, uh, the usual suspects speak, and, and as one of them said, and I must echo her sentiments, there are passionate people on both sides of this issue. There are compassionate people on both sides of this issue. But this is America, and everyone has the right to be wrong. It just so happens that whether you've got 50 or 60 pastors on your side that are pro-abortion or not necessarily anti-abortion as we are, uh-huh, uh, actually we're pro-life, just wink, in case wink, you're wondering, um, there are those who are compassionate and passionate Sure. But wrong. Yes. And the Bible, you know, we run to this because it is our foundation. Uh, The Bible clearly tells us that human life is of inestimable value. And I think that is the launch pad. Then we use science and the technological medicine that we've been given by God over the last uh, several decades. All that to say this. The committee hearing went about like we thought it would, uh, a good vote, and now it moves to the South Carolina House chamber, the floor, where Next no week. doubt, no doubt, it will be edited, it will be amended, 
and it will be compassionately and passionately debated. It'll be interesting to see again because we've had several members of the House Republican Caucus that are no longer in the House Republican Caucus. There's that, and we have 28 freshmen. That creates an interesting dynamic for this piece of legislation. The Senate has a different bill. Senate Bill 474. Yes. So, 3774. But let's go to the Senate side, House Bill 474. That bill is basically heartbeat 2.0. Put forward uh, the main co-sponsors of that bill are Senate Majority Leader Shane Massey, Senator Larry Grooms of Berkeley, Senator Josh Kimbrell of Spartanburg, and Senator Brian Adams of, and I'm blanking on Berkeley. his... Berkeley, thank you. So, those four senators co-sponsored the bill. Um, there was a spirited debate yesterday in the Senate about abortion. Shocking. Um, And once again, some of the usual suspects at the rostrum, at the dais, the well. The well. There was an amendment put forward to actually insert HLPA, Human Life Protection Act, shorthand, HLPA language. And that amendment wasn't tabled. Am I correct in saying that? Correct. So the amendment was brought up to insert this as an amendment, which Mm -hmm. would basically merge the two into a super bill. In the Senate, which sounds good. Sure. Um, but it's not, in my opinion. And again, this is my opinion because we've gone through this before. Mm-hmm. This exact legislation came to the Senate in the fall, and it failed. It failed because no matter how much we agree on the following statement, and I think we agree and some of you agree, life begins at Conception. Absolutely. There is a moral and ethical reality to this that life begins at conception. However, and I hate using this caveat, that will pass in the House. It will not pass in the Senate currently as constructed because there are members of the Republican caucus who will not get on board with it. They won't. So, that that amendment comes up. Senator Larry Grooms makes the motion to table with a passionate mm-hmm. speech from the well. Three minutes. It moved me. He's been a stalwart for life. Remember, he's the one that got S1 after the help from John McCravey, who fought for it for years in the House. Senator Grooms is the one that gets S1, the fetal heartbeat bill, to become the fetal heartbeat law. Stalwart. And- and and any 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 and notes of his new grandbaby, mm-hmm. uh, and and he makes a point that there needs to be a foundation on which to build this fight to then move forward yes. ahead. The one-two punch, as we're calling it, and Dave's written a great family. article on that. Dave's written a great article on that, and we'll have that available for you shortly. The motion to table failed. Yes. So we're going to hear that amendment again. By the way, it is Wednesday, February the 8th at 10.49 a.m. in the year of our Lord, 2023. We'll hear about that later on today. We'll hear more from that amendment. If I can just be quite frank with you, and I think I think you know that I will be. You're Justin. Uh, right. Just be Justin. House Bill 3774 should pass the House. Yes. Not with flying colors and not without a little bit of blood, but it'll pass. It may be amended. May be amended, but it'll pass. I would argue that Senate Bill four seven four, as it's currently written, would pass. I agree in the Senate. I think they. I. I don't think that the Senate Majority Leader 
Senator Massey of Edgefield would have brought that bill. Broughton, he would have brought that He'd bill. Brought, brought, it, brought it. Brought it. Uh, maybe I'm talking, talking Edgefield. Yeah, maybe uh, he would not have brought that bill to the floor. Sure. They wouldn't have pulled it out of uh, sure out of caucus out of their caucus and, and out, of committee. out of committee if he didn't think he had the votes. I'm wondering if a little bit of that tabling of the motion, voting not to table, was a bit of a test balloon. Perhaps. And we'll see. And we'll see what happens with it today. So we have two competing bills. They both do great things. I'd like to see both of them pass. I'd like to see the governor sign the heartbeat bill now, pass it in both, and let's move. And then we move forward with the uh, Human Life Human Protection? Protection Act, which and I'm fine with. We ultimately will, and and we say this all the time, Justin, and and you've heard us say this. Probably you're sick of hearing it, but I think it bears repeating. At Palmetto Family, we believe not only in making abortion illegal, but morally. Unconscionable, unthinkable. Correct. And so that is that's a, a process. One, it's a process. It's a one-two punch. There's a one-two punch that can happen inside the uh, under under that dome over there, under the copper dome. But for now, we also and and we're asking you, we're inviting you to do your part to make sure that we are continually be beating the drum in the culture to make sure that people know that that is a human life and it deserves protection. And we can we can do that legislatively, but we also need to make sure that mothers who are in need know that they have help from people of faith uh, in, in churches and, and synagogues and wherever. They can get the help they need from those people and places of faith. So as we continue this fight, and, and some people say incrementalism is awful and it's terrible, and I, I dare even call it incrementalism. Justin, you've heard me give this illustration. If you will, just indulge me for a second. If I were walking in front of a building and there were 100 people inside and the building were on fire, I would not stand outside and be upset or or cry about not being able to save all 100 people. Justin, I think you and I both would yep. charge into the flames of that burning building and get as many people out as we could. Sure. Now, there are those that would call that incrementalism. We can't save all 100. We're just two people. But I'll tell you this. I am going to live, fight, and die trying to save as many babies in their mommy's tummies as possible. And while Justin's going to do that? While also... While also providing for the women who are carrying yes. the child, the father of the, who has sired the child, yes, I will do whatever is necessary. My family plays an integral role yes. in providing those services right now. So it pretty well upsets me when senators on the floor of the South Carolina Senate tell people like me that we're just pro birth. Oh yeah, it ticks me off. It's a and and just so, and I think I said this at the beginning of this, and we're about to go on to yeah. uh, Uncle. Joe, uh, I'm sorry, Pops, Corn. Nope, not Corn Pop. Sorry. He's the sworn okay. enemy of Corn I, I, I get it all mixed up. He'll come down these here are, and he'll yell at you. These are talking points. The The yep. left right now, they're preparing for 24, and they're trying to draw a narrative, a divisive narrative nonetheless, but that's pretty much what politics is anymore. That's what the and they does. are using political maneuvering and posturing to divide the country and the state even further on what should be a no-brainer issue. A baby, a human, in their mother's womb must be protected. And Palmetto Family is going to keep doing that. Well, while we're doing that, and while the Senate and the House will continue debating uh, their bill, if you missed it, you just saw me looking down at my computer during Mitch's discussion about yeah. the people in the burning building. 
That's because we just got some very exciting news about the Vision 24 Forum. It's on my computer right now. I'm looking at it. I can't share it with you yet, but it's pretty awesome. And I think I think March 18th is going to be a great day in the state of South Carolina. We move to the state <laughs> of the union. Nice. I see what you, I see what you did there. You see what I did there? The so too was um, so bad. So uh, bad. So from Mitt Romney calling George Santos a liar. And a few other choice and words. And a few other choice words. And Tim Scott going, oh, dang. Um, the president spoke sort of last night. Uh, we know that his campaign slogan in 2024 is going to be, let's finish the job. Come on, man. Really? Think about it. No, but it's going to be... Um, I was in the room. <laughs> so... Sorry. Yeah. So... Um, how many times... Cool. Did we count how many times the vice president rose for applause and standing ovation last night? Oh, dear gracious. It was more, more than... I, I feel like it... Honestly, I feel like it was more than normal. Almost she claps as, weird. Uh, well, she's got the good golf clap. Thing no, no, going. no, 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 no. She does the she does the the bounce with her whole oh. hands. More so than weirder old than Nancy. Speech ripper over there. Uh, it's weirder than Nancy. I love where we were going with that. You know that she's like take time out, take five, give me a break. Um, interesting speech. Um, there were several points of uh, contention. Is that fair? Yes. There were several points where it was not quite clear what was happening. Um, honestly, full disclosure, I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, Justin, however, soldiered through. And, I started doing a workout in the middle oh, of Oh, yeah. I started dozing. Um, and I think the president did a few times as well. He began to whisper into the mic. He uh, actually had what I think were veiled but uh, sincere conversa- conversations with people in the room. He which- told the chief justices of the Supreme Court that he needed a court order because Jill's going to the game next week, uh, which I, is Sunday. I think he was not. I think there was a joke in there, but he failed to get to the punchline. And I was like, he what is the punchline? Okay, there's that. Uh, so will the Eagles be uh, in just a couple nights? No, the Eagles. I picked the Eagles to win the Super Bowl before the season started. You and it, I talked about this. I you Eagles, did. I, I picked the Eagles. Bills. I was a little well, far off. But. I, I'm just going to say that I predicted. Uh, actually, it was only three weeks ago, but I predicted uh, who was going to be in the Super Bowl and that Patrick Mahomes will be the Super Bowl MVP. Ooh, what a stretch that the quarterback of the winning team will there, be the Super Bowl MVP. Wow, well, way to go I'm, out I'm on making a limb. two predictions by one. That's like, I'm killing two birds with. Like, that's like saying Joe Biden's going to run for president again. See, the two president, birds, the Eagles. Yeah, well done, good. well done. So, were there any great moments in the speech? No. <laughs> the, no. Y- there was one. The end. God bless you all, and good night. <laughs> and God bless our troops. Um, and then what was interesting on his way out? Sheila Jackson Lee is such a clout chaser, mm-hmm, man. Mm-hmm. She worked so hard for that selfie. She's like the least consequential member of Congress outside ah, of Jerry Nadler. Oh, okay. And <laughs> and Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell. And, and all 100 and however many, uh, never mind. Yeah. Never mind. So there were a few, there were a few great moments. I, uh, the, the one, the one that was really good was recognizing Ty, Tyree Nichols's parents. Yes. The, 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 the audience seemed to understand the moment there a little bit. Now, again, after that, he transitioned to talk about how we need to then ban assault weapons, which is weird because, the person he honored there did get the gun away. But by the way, the gun was a semi-automatic pistol, which 
I have one of those. Don't you, <laughs> don't say I, mm, I'm not. Mm, mm. I, well, okay, if you unless you have a revolver, I have a single <laughs> shot uh, pea shooter. Right, one, <laughs> one, because 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 the deer aren't wearing Kevlar vests. Come on, man! I did predict a I few thought, of his lines last night. Did you? So at one point. He, oh gosh, what was it? He said a line, oh, it was talking about COVID. And he said that over a million Americans had died of COVID, which, yeah. Comorbidity. And, 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 and I, and I'm like turned around, I'm doing something else. And my wife and I are both watching the speech. You, you and made her go through that too? She told me to turn it on. Marriage counseling so coming soon. Well, it's actually a good bonding moment because we're both <laughs> able to joke around <laughs> yeah, and laugh. Good. It's It's good. Common enemy. Yes. So... <laughs> So, and commonality. So uh, he says he's talk, talking about the talking about the deaths of from COVID, and he says he says he. I said, watch, he's going to do the chair line at the table, and goes, and that chair that's empty at the table. And I'm like, see, he'll do who, he'll do deer and Kevlar vests in a second. Who was who was at the who was in the chair at the table? I don't know. Somebody, somebody had to get up and leave. Somebody, or has it just been empty for there a while? Were, there were two moments from the speech. Again, I don't want to pile on the president. He piles on himself. Yeah, there's a there's a joke in there. Um, there were two moments for him. I just got your joke. The first, <laughs> the first was the Social Security thing. This is a classic Democrat talking point. Republicans are going to take your Social Security away. No, they're not. Yeah, they're is not, it is it a flawed system? They're not yeah. going to be able to take it away. It's going to be gone because it's going to be insolvent Correct. in the Correct. next few years. But here's what the president said. Listen to the reaction. From the crowd and watch Speaker McCarthy's reaction directly behind the president. All of you at home should know what those plans are. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. <laughs> Let me give you anybody who doubts it, contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. So that was the president talking about Social Security and Medicare. You just see Kevin McCarthy just no, no. That wasn't the only time he drew the ire of Republicans. <laughs> which, by the way, shout out to Marjorie Taylor Greene for making sure her voice was heard from the extreme back uh, of the yes. chamber. Uh, she also brought a white balloon to the Capitol yesterday. Just saying. <laughs> I got to send you the Daily Wire clip oh, of their backstage thing. Oh dear! Uh, where they had a Joe Biden puppet and a Chinese spy balloon. Uh, mm. um, then he talked about oil. President. Oh, this is this is my favorite line. Talking of about speech. oil. Take a look. The production. And when I talk to a couple of them, they say well, we're afraid you're going to shut down all the oil wells and all the uh, oil refineries anyway. So why should we invest in them? I said we're going to need oil. For at least another decade. And that's going to exceed. <laughs> and beyond that. Beyond We're going to need it. Production. Was he joking? I thought he was joking. I honestly Kamala thought. didn't laugh. But Kamala never laughs. Well, she unless it's an inappropriate moment where she doesn't know what to say. <laughs> she actually looked mildly surprised at that moment, I thought. She kind of looked like. What's going on here? Because I had to. This is not what we talked about, Joe. I, Get I the had food to rewind taster. it because I honestly wasn't paying very close attention, and so I had to rewind it and find out why everyone was laughing. It's like, what did I miss? It's kind of like most of the social interactions I ever have with people. <laughs> why are people laughing? Uh, <laughs> but 
Yeah. In this case, looked, the president wasn't making a joke about you. <laughs> surprise, surprise. I mean, he's, I just got back from the White House. Yikes. Uh, see what I did there? Yeah, but uh, we, we know that, Senator. Um, so the speech was not very good <laughs> at all. Well, well, Keith Oberman says it was the best State of the Union he's ever heard. The president spent more time talking about bulk fees for credit cards and hotels and airlines than We're gonna he did China. We're going to make sure you don't pay $25 for that extra bag. Than China or the border combined. And if you want to go from McDonald's to Burger King, also yeah, non-compete. Does your teenage son who works at Burger King have a non-compete clause in his contract? First of all, you don't sign a contract to work at McDonald's. You don't you cross just, the street to make burgers over there, you buddy. You just sign. Yeah, you know, you, you you're loving it here, but you can't have it your way at BK. Whoa, that was quick. Uh, yeah, I do that what I can. That was good. So the president's speech was awful. It just wasn't smart. He's not good at this. He stumbles over his words. He's also 80,000 years old, so that probably well, matters a little don't bit. Don't play the ageism game. It's not an there. ageism game. It's not. No, no. You don't trot out an 80-year-old. You don't trot out an 80-year-old in front of me, and then I point out that he's old, and you tell me I'm ageist. No. An he's old. An octogenarian. There's your word of the day. Okay. He can, he can do whatever... He good and well pleases. Sure. He can do whatever He's he the wants. president of the United States, which, by the way, stop sniffing around credit card companies and actually sniff it. Do they and smell actually like do your, And actually do your job. Like when they sat down, who was it that that? Shane Massey. Senator Shane Massey said, those who sat in a room in the summer of 1787 did not sit in that room to talk about how the president should handle credit card fees. Here's to you, Senator Massey. And he's good, right. Good tweet. Maybe that's an issue to deal with, but Maybe not right now. It's not enumerated within the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. I How just, about you lower my price for food? Yeah. How about you lower my price for gas? He lies. He says that he's brought down the deficit. You have not brought down the deficit by spending more money. He says that inflation is lower now. No, it's not. When you came into office, it was like 1.3%. Now it's around 7 Uh People are bringing home more real take-home pay. No, they're not. They have to. Also, you've created 12 million jobs. No, you haven't, sir. Those are the jobs that you that your party and the previous president forced everyone else home from, and now they go back to work. Going back to your same job is not creating more jobs. But we're a nonpartisan organization and show. We just look at the world around us okay, and yeah, say— yeah, Okay, here's nonpartisan for you. The previous president started this junk. There you go. Uh-oh. The previous president started the blowout spending. Email Justin. Email me, Justin, Justin at palmettefamily.org. Email me. Email me. <laughs> We're in year three of 15 days to slow the spread. Give well, me a break. Wait, that was also one of the president's lines last night. Call my office. Email me. Trust me. He had a text message on the bottom. You could text his phone number. 585. Don't text me, but email me. I'll be glad to talk with you about it. I'm nonpartisan. I don't eight, care. 8675309. I got it. Jenny, I've got your number. Wow. Uh, that's all the time we have <laughs> on this episode of the fastest growing conservative podcast in the state of South Carolina. I really hope you were able to keep up with the last three minutes. Because Vision that was 24 Forum. Tough. Vision 24 Forum, you've got to be there March 18th. During this podcast, we had major breaking news that we're going to be bringing you very shortly. I didn't get the Fox News alert. <laughs> I did that twice on the other podcast. They just did it, too, because uh, Faulkner Focus just came out. Uh, oh, yeah, at the top of every hour. Um, so big news coming about the Palmetto family Vision 24 National Conservative Forum. March 18th, get your tickets today. Promo code GUEST. You're going to want to get them. Because be a great there are going to be some important people there, and you are one of them, because you're important to like us. like what you did there. And we want you there. 
We appreciate you joining us for this edition of the podcast. Don't know if we're going to have another one this week because we have a clay shoot on Friday. If you want to buy raffle tickets to that, you still can. Palmettofamily.org slash clay shoot is where you can get it. You can also sign up for our email newsletter because we're going to be sending you updates on what's going on in the pro-life fight inside the South Carolina State House. The flashing light and the countdown timer are on right now, so we got to get out of here. <laughs> for Kevin Cayello and Dave Wilson, who's listening to this on a plane, and for Mitch Prosser, I'm Justin Hall. Thank you so much for watching, liking, sharing this with your friends, subscribing, and leaving that five-star rating and review God bless for you all. the fastest-growing conservative podcast in the state of South Carolina, the Palmetto Family Matters Podcast. And good night.